if you're not pushing, you're falling. Like consistency. Like that's because in order for you to get the best results, you have to be consistent. That's a number top. That's a top two priority. You got to be consistent with that just in other areas of life. If you want a good body, you got to be consistent with the workouts. If you want to have great health, you got to be consistent with the dieting. If you want to have great teeth, you got to be consistent with the brushing and the flossing. So I think consistency has really the consistency has shown me in podcasting that you need consistency in other things in order to like uh, proceed in life. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the People's Choice Podcast. This is episode 40 of my interview section. I have a great special guest here. I'm here with Tyson Robinson. He has his own uh, podcast as well. It's called uh, Tyson Vibes Podcast. Hashtag uh, Vibes to Success. I, I really like that. That's actually really uh, catchy. So please. It. it took uh, a while. It took a while to come up with that one. Yeah, yeah I was actually going to. Um, that was actually one of my questions I was going to ask you was uh, where the name come from. So oh, so right to that. <laughs> I was really hot on Clubhouse, the Clubhouse app, um, in 2020 and 2021. And one of the guys on there, like I joined an entrepreneur group, and one of the guys on there was he's known for like marketing and branding and like just you know like company wide, like just the mark. He was the marketing guy, and mm-hmm. before he like left the group because he had other things to do, he said, "You know what? I think you should go with Vibe to Success." And he gave his reasons why, and I loved it because my podcast needed a call to action. That that's what it was like, and, and you know he just helped out with that, and we just stuck with it and just ran with it. I like that a lot, though, for real. Because when I first was, uh, you know, talking with you, if I put, um, you know, myself out there in the podcast group, and I was like, five six, uh, to success." When you sent that to me, I was like, "Damn, that's catchy." Because <laughs> you know, people always like, you know, what's the vibes, or I'm feeling your vibes, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my show, my I just want to, uh, it's, it's a vibe, it's just a vibe, we just chilling, we're relaxing, nothing strenuous, I'm not pressing you for clickbait information or anything, it's just, it's a vibe, you know? Definitely, man, I checked out a couple of your episodes and I definitely got that right off the bat, like, um, I watched the one, I didn't watch all of it, but I watched most of it, the one with the lady that was, um, had that book on Aaliyah, I was like, man. Oh, this... Kathy, Kathy. Yeah, yeah, I was like, man, this is really good, and I watched the whole thing of the one that you did with uh, Jennifer Nicole. Mm-hmm. And she's she's a lovely lady. I actually just followed oh, yeah. her not too long ago. Too. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, I was hey, like, okay. shoot or shoot though. <laughs> like, I know, right? You know, just a little. <laughs> but you know, that's that's like my podcast about. You know, I just love interviewing great people and uh, just having great conversations. You know, and a lot of times too with a lot of my interviews, I don't really script anything. Like I don't even send questions in unless you know my guests oh, ask for. I mean, my my people say, "Can you send me questions, please?" Like some yeah. of the. More, more like notable people they want questions i gotta talk to the pr person like yeah i've had only like four maybe five people that was like they want to see like everything but like you know with you 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 didn't ask for the questions so i'm like oh, this is great it's, i just feel like i'm at a better you know like it just flows it don't feel so forced now there's yeah. not wrong with that so for my future gets to see this so anyway i'm just gonna <laughs> so tyson so where are you from and what was it like growing up there um, I'm from Virginia. I think I was was I born in a Richmond hospital or a Midlothian hospital? One of the two. It was in Chesterfield County. So I was born in Virginia, spent all of my childhood in eastern Virginia. Um, to be specific, Chester, Virginia. 
and then we moved to Chesapeake, Virginia, which is seven five seven, which is where Alan Iverson and Michael Vick are from. Hey, shout out. And um, yeah. So um, I, I was an athlete guy. I, I did track and cross country all throughout school. My grades were average. I was a three O student. Graduated high school with a three O. Um, so track and cross country got me a scholarship to Troy University. Uh, did two years there. Hated it. And then I'll leave it at that. Transferred uh, back uh, to a closer school at uh, Norfolk State University. I did track the first year, and then that last year, I just said, just focus on school. Graduated there with like a 3, 4, 3, 5 or something. And then I just moved out to Washington State. I graduated at Norfolk State at, in uh, 2019. And then um, a couple of days later, I graduated May 4th, I think, 2019. I want to say like four or five days later, I moved out to Washington State. So I'm out here now, um, you know, just working, working out, doing a podcast, doing other things, you know, just expanding my like knowledge and everything. Awesome, man. What what was that transition like going from, you know, Virginia to Seattle? It, it was a confusing transition because people, how can I put it? I, I, all I knew before, all I, before moving out here, all I knew was Virginia and the Virginia ways and the Wawa's, the food lines and everything. And then just being out in Washington, people out here tend to have more resources out here. And people are more, I would say, open-minded out here in Washington state, as opposed to Virginia. Cause sometimes Virginia doesn't have their racism. Um, like in Virginia beach, I'm not calling that area racist, but there's some prejudices there and you know, different other places, but in Washington state, there are some areas, but the, um, the open-mindedness and the progressive progressivism outweighs the uh the racism. Definitely, hundred percent. Now, actually, I know we talked a little off camera about uh, my friend, her name's uh, Layla. She's out there in um in Washington, and she said the exact same thing. Now it's from like episode ten, and she was telling me how open-minded they are, and yeah. how a- active they are too with like the news, like she was telling me about some of the protests that was going on. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It was it was a um, big protest. It was protest season um, out here in Washington State. And I was moving to Issaquah during like the main pro- the main Seattle protest. It was on a Saturday because I remember that young girl. Um, hope she's doing better now. She got her like, eyes or something mace or something. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I remember that, too. It was rainy, dark. I went to Walmart getting all the, all the things I needed for my Issaquah apartment. And, you know, that that's when it was, that's when it went down. Mm hmm. It's crazy, just the, the world we live in, man, and, and just how things, it seems like things are progressing, but then at the same time, it's going back more and more, and, and you know, I, I don't want to turn to that kind of podcast, because I don't want to be all depressing, but it's crazy, that's just the reality, how things are sometimes. Yeah, um, and I, I was thinking about this the other day, because I was just outside, actually, earlier. America used to be, like, a fun place. America used to be fun. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't as stressful and meticulous as it is now it just it seems like everything is dissected i remember being young and i didn't like really care what people look like or anything like we all just had fun sporting same. events whatever like you would call like the white people like your brothers and sisters and they would do the same like it was just fun like mm-hmm. we didn't have to worry about the stuff that we do now like yeah i'm i remember them days and to some people, they probably will say those days never happened, like just could depend on what area they lived in. But I come from that same way. You know, it's like I don't I'm not a racist person. I don't see race like that. But it's sad that there's certain like states and, you know, towns that do and will judge you completely just from the way you look. It's, it's ridiculous. Right. So what inspired you to make your podcast? 
Uh, so I was pissed off by the George Floyd murder. I'm I'm forever going to call it a murder. And I just wanted to get my thoughts out. I was at a in an apartment. I wasn't really as close with my roommates, you know, which is cool. So it was that, on t- and also on top of the fact that I wanted to create something. I wanted to be innovative because I'm in my twenties. I want to maximize my twenties as much as possible. I'm 24. I turn 25 on Christmas Eve next month. And um, happy early birthday. Appreciate <laughs> appreciate it. But um, I just you know I just want to make the most out of it. So. I just started talking, started recording. It sounded sloppy. I, I think I did three takes. Three takes. The third one, I finally got it. You know, it sounded sloppy. I didn't know what I was doing. Made a title and then just put it out there. And the reception was pretty good mm-hmm. because it was centered around social justice. I maybe did most the current event uh, podcast for maybe 10 episodes. And then I just got to the point. It's like, okay, people may not be, I don't want to be known for this. So, I interviewed my friend who's a photographer out here, Jerrica. Hey, Jerrica, if you're listening. And um, I just I like asked, can I interview you about your photography business? She said, sure. And that was literally my first interview. It's called like learning, like episode 11 or 13 or something featuring Jerrica Cologne. And there was the reception to that was good. And then someone told me, someone close to me told me, you know, you should stick to interviewing people. And then from that point on, I've just been finding people to interview. And I just focused it on people with businesses it was primarily people with businesses but then i switched okay i i'll start taking on entertainers athletes uh just singers everybody so creators so like i've just been doing it from there just giving them you know we vibing like just tell me about your business you know that type of thing that's what's up man because like that's literally like (laughs) the same thing i do here like and i had that same mentality when i started my podcast where like um, it's when you say photographer, and uh, my second guest was actually a photographer and a filmmaker. So I, I think like we are very similar. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's it's cool though because like having all these different guests from these different backgrounds, like I feel like I learned something. Not just me, but like I get hit up from my audience, all my peeps. They be like, man, like you know, I I never knew that. Like you know, like yeah, photographers mm-hmm. or filmmakers. I have models, actors on here, and they're like. I didn't know that. I didn't know the details on it. So, well, I would say right now, one of my biggest regrets, you know, every young, like, African American, like, guy thinks they're going to be, like, some sort of athlete. Like, a lot of us think we're going to be, like, some sort of big time athlete. One of my biggest regrets is not taking, like, media seriously. I want to say when I was in college, because if I started this podcast, if I was, like, still in college, it would have been easy to get interviews. That's easy, like, all night, all day. But I wasn't, I didn't have a steady income like I do now or incomes like I do now. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's like my biggest, I was naive. I was hard headed. You know, I, I was, it was sports, 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 but you know, I learned my lesson. You gotta learn it the hard way. Yeah. I, that's like one of my guests said, um, the boy Imani, he see this, uh, he was on my sessions, um, section and he was like, man, yeah, I was young, dumb and full of cum. Think I know everything. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We used the, and, we used the, as white people we used the, I'm grown thing. We can't wait to use I'm grown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a grown man. <laughs> so as soon as we pay a bill, I'm grown. Can't tell me what to do. You know, like we waiting. <laughs> yeah. But that's for all my young peeps out there. That's all I'm always my peeps, but all my young peeps out there, it, it's not what you think. All right. I promise you, you, you can slow it down, you know, being grown ain't all that. Because um mm-hmm. like I remember, damn, I'm trying to remember this quote that I heard, but um it was saying like based up like being grown, but like in a way, like just because your age doesn't make you grown, I'm kind of yeah, messing exper- up. Uh, experiences do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Experience make you grown. It's not the age, not even how much money you have in your bank account. It's just the experience, you know, how you carry yourself. Yeah. 
So with you starting your podcast around the George Floyd murder um, and all the way to this day, what do you think has been the most challenging thing about podcasting? The thing with podcasting is I'm not a clickbait, a TMZ type of guy. Like, I, I have no issue with being consistent, whether it be workouts, work, podcasting. That's not the issue at all. Sometimes the issue is that people aren't tuned in because it's not gossip. Like, yeah. what about feeding your brain with some positivity, you know? And, you know, I kind of stir away yeah. away from it some, you know, like with the Cap, the Aaliyah book, because the, some of the questions I asked would have made headlines, you know, about some like her history and everything. But yeah. for the most part, like my, my show is informative. It's about people's businesses. And I bring on a lot of women, more women than men. So I can give, uh, I want to, I want people to like, see like women creating businesses sometimes you know black women so that i think that's really important you know and it's just like it's hard to gather people's attention when you're not with the the nonsense mm -hmm. I, I think that's probably the most difficult because i've been in groups on instagram or facebook where i would i would drop my link and maybe one or two people would engage with it but if another person dropped their link, which has nothing to do with anything that would lower people's IQ, it got so much engagement, it's getting like replies back. Mm -hmm. It's like, come on, guys, really? Yeah, that's just the one thing that's frustrating even with me because, like, I'm saying, we we almost the same. <laughs> like, I don't really just have you know like the clickbait stuff, like you said, like the controversial stuff. You know, I'm not talking about you know what Cardi B's doing or you know the baby drama he got going on now. So it's I'm, scary. I'm, it's going to be really scary for guys like me and you because we won't have to like change our character or something. Exactly. I was actually just like talking with my brother about that. Like, I'm like, man, you know, because there's some podcasters that can't even like, nah, no offense to them, but just they can't even touch us. Like the way we interview, the way we're actually feeding knowledge to people, but yet they're getting the opportunities and stuff because they're talking about stuff that's clickbait, you know, what Kanye's doing, what Drake's doing, you know, stuff was going on in the hip hop community, stuff that's going on, but they're not talking about like real stuff, like businesses, like we talking about from ground zero, you know, we had guests that lost it all, but then gained it back, you know, or then some, but no one clicks on that. No one even shares it. And mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of sad, but one thing I learned, I just got to keep, staying true to myself and my vision and just keep pushing it out there. And I'm thankful for the peeps that I do got in the following. So, yeah, and I want Me you too. to do the same thing. Yeah, man. Cause I, I really like your, your show for real. I like I'm your show. I like, I, I love it. I love like the people you bring on. Like I, I heard one interview with a coach. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. And I was a uh, coach stone. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Was that the episode? Which, which, what number are you on? Um, Third. I'm on 30, uh, that's posted, I believe 37. Yeah, no, 38. I'm sorry, 38. That oh, um, it's posted. Yeah, so I got, I got I, one I did already. <laughs> I think it's important for us to establish that we're never going to stop our podcast. I'm never going to stop it until a bigger opportunity. If a bigger opportunity presents itself and the details are right, I might stop it and go pursue that. But I don't think I'm ever going to stop this because this is you can't kill the creativity in me. That's one thing you can't do. Amen. And I was going to ask, what is one of the most exciting things about podcasting? Since we talked about the hardest, the most exciting thing that you get from podcasting? Sometimes at night, you know, when I like to myself and make like pour a glass or something like, or when I'm buzz, 
with something i've really think to myself wow and go i go on apple and like i really have a podcast of like cover art and everything and i'm consistent with episodes like i used to watch people do this i'm literally one of these guys now mm-hmm. like i think that's sometimes you gotta be like wow or this video did x amount of views like oh like look how consistent i am this looks kind of like professional now like yeah. although the numbers aren't in the thousands and millions but you know i think that's one of the more the most exciting things and it's gonna get there i'm telling you i could already see it not that i'm a mind reader to see the future but you know like i know just the consistency and the hard work and and i am real impressed with your um your artwork the way you put people out there i was like damn i need to start doing that man that's dope Bro, <laughs> you know, canva like, canva is so clutch like i can just do someone's artwork right. i just need a picture like when we when you come on my show like i'm just gonna ask for a picture it's easy it's simple i, I stuck to a design i want to keep that design for maybe like 50 more episodes, then I'm going to switch it up again. I'm, I'm always like designing and switching up my podcast to give it a new look. Definitely, man. Shout out to Canva. I, I use Canva myself too for my um, my borders. I haven't really. Are you, are you $12 a month like me? or Yeah, I'm, a, I'm the uh, 12, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's cool. I, I advise all podcasters to try to use Canva if they're not already because there's so much. I haven't even tapped into everything and I'm blown away. what's what's one thing you think you've learned from podcasting that applies to your everyday life that has really helped you out um if you're not pushing you're falling like consistency like that's because in order for you to get the best results you have to be consistent that's a number top that's a top two priority you got to be consistent with that just in other areas of life. If you want a good body, you got to be consistent with the workouts. If you want to have great health, you got to be consistent with the dieting. If you want to have great teeth, you got to be consistent with the brushing and the flossing. So I think consistency has really, the consistency has shown me in podcasting that you need consistency in other things in order to like uh, proceed in life. Amen to that, man. Definitely amen to that. And also seeing that you're an author too, that you got some ebooks out there on Amazon. It's oh yeah, impressive. I, I created. Thank you, I appreciate it. I created an ebook on how to like podcast and one on one for beginners. It's like the basics of why you want to start, the equipment you need, the software you need, some of the the laws and everything. It's just a simple book. It's four ninety nine on Amazon, and then everything else are poems. Like I I did I engaged in wordplay for a good minute, I'm gonna say last month. I had this burst of creativity. I went hiking one day out here in Issaquah at Poopoo Point and I just had this like burst of creativity and I just got it on Microsoft Word and just started typing and then you know you gotta uh transport it to Calibre, Calibre or something like that. And then I put it in I posted it on Amazon KDP and then it's just like poetry. It's like you would think it's a rap, but no, it's just it's just poetry, you know. What's up, though? I really, I really admire you doing that, man. Because I've I've had a few different authors up there, and it's crazy. Because that's like I can ask my like the authors I've had on my show the same mm-hmm. question, and I'll get different answers. <laughs> but it's like it's it's crazy to think how different people are wired and what like motivates them to write or inspire them. And how long have you been uh, writing? I just I literally just started this um like last month. Like it was just oh, wow. a burst of creativity. It's maybe I don't know how many poems I have on Amazon, maybe seven or eight or something. But I I originally first started like typing 
when I was transferring from Troy to Norfolk State and I had a lot of free time, I did a little short story called Sunny Days Ahead. And it was like a goofy little, it was like a Tyler Perry knockoff about <laughs> the mom having an affair and all that. And I remember doing that and then sending it to a few friends to see what they thought. And it was just goofy, but I was surprised at how well the story turned out. So I picked it back up with a burst of creativity last month and just started typing, you know. You think you people see people may people may think it's goofy, but it's a source of income, you know. Like yeah. if you look at money Twitter and they'll tell you that you need to learn how to write, how to communicate this, that, and the third, and how to sell your writing and online and how to make it profitable, like that's literally a route. That's true. I was gonna say, do you see yourself maybe, you know, down the line, maybe writing uh maybe movies or uh scripts or anything like that? I, I played with the idea. I texted a friend of mine you know, out in Seattle about it, and she said, you know what, I could see that for you. But I, I was, like, playing with it, but I, I didn't know she was being serious. But, you know, you never know. If I don't, I won't be mad. If I do, that'll be exciting. Um, because I, I believe the best results come from when you're isolated, like, and when you're, like, just, when you're crazy in the head. I don't think crazy is an insult at all. Yes, I am crazy. Like, because I have so many ideas just floating in and out inside of my head. If you're saying I'm crazy, you're acknowledging that I'm not like the rest of you, which is perfectly fine. You see what I'm saying? Definitely. Like it's okay. It's okay to be different. And okay to be a loner, which is why I love Tyler the Creator because he's different. You see how people are mm-hmm. just how uh, he he has a lot of fans now. But a couple of years ago, y'all were calling him corny, corny, <laughs> weird. Yeah, well, he ain't gonna last long. I I actually seen a clip of his um that was surfacing around that he did a uh, a radio interview. I think he was on uh, Hot 97. And he was like, you know, people were saying that to me back in like 2010. He's like, where the fuck is everybody at now? You know, all those same people that was on top and y'all saying I was going to fall off and call me weird and all this stuff. And I was like, wow, because I, I had to go back and think about like who was on top around that time. And, you know, where 2010, um, yeah. Kanye, Jay, Nicki Minaj, Drake mm-hmm. was coming. Yeah. Drake, mm-hmm. Bruno was just coming out there, B.O.B. So it's like a lot of those people, but like the ones are still on top. You know, probably Drake, but uh, you know the others—they still there, but not as at that level they were at. And it's like Tyler steadily always had that momentum and daring to be different. And I encourage anybody to be different. And like I said, crazy, crazy is good. And back to your question, um, if I do decide to write a script, a long script, that like the spirit would have to force me. I would literally need to make it a number one priority after work every single day to start typing maybe five pages a night. But who knows? Because I've been I've done things I thought I would never do. I thought I'd never do a pod. I thought I'd never interview Kevin Ross or some of the people I interview. Like anything is possible. And so that keep only keep your mind open. And like so I like that you said, you know, the universe, you spiritual person. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. I feel you on that, man. And I know that this is gonna be a, a hard answer uh, mm-hmm. that I ask, but I have to ask. So um for you know, you and your show. I know as a podcast myself, we love every episode. And of course, there's something we gain from it. But which one is your favorite episode that you feel like new viewers from, you know, maybe my world or just new people that's just tuning around should check out from you? Hmm, let me see. You know what? They're all so great to me. I don't think I've had problems. No one's ever giving me attitude when I interviewed them or like talked or acted as if it was a waste of time. People, everyone was grateful. Um, dang, I don't know. I, I let me refer <laughs> back to the let me refer back to Kathy's episode. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty big. You know, just learning more about someone we lost at a very young age. 
I thought that was a big. So I don't know which episode it was, but with Kathy uh, Iondili with the Aaliyah book, but I thought that was that was pretty huge for me. Definitely was, and I'm almost finished um, watching that. I was watching on YouTube, and I was just really impressed. Uh, and I could tell, and like people, man, like you- people, people were tripped up by the last question about because I asked her that last question because I know Kathy is a spiritual person because I follow her on Instagram and she does her spiritual thing on the story, so. I, I get a laugh when people say that last question was stupid, but okay. Yeah, now, you, now I gotta check it out. I gotta see what that last question was all about. <laughs> yeah. Man. So um I know we we've been dropping bombs early, like all episode on like for like fellow podcasts. I mean you said you even got a book out there. What do you feel is one of the big like message or advice that you can give to either a new podcaster or one you feel that's kind of like plateaued and just isn't going anywhere? I think it's important for our new podcasters or people who've plateaued is to be yourself. If you are a nerd like me, then just stick to the nerdy things. Do not try to talk about things you know nothing about. And don't you can't you can't break code when it comes to podcasts. I know I noticed in black podcasters it's a lot of like name calling this and third, but you would never say it to that person's face if y'all were like one on one. So it's important for each and every single podcaster to be themselves. Like, don't be something that you're not. Do not be the gossip of the clip. Like, if you if that's not who you are naturally, then don't force yourself to be it. Just let it naturally flow. Definitely, man. And I really feel like that's a lot of podcasters should definitely take that advice, man. Because who could be you better than you? And, right. And, pe- and people can see through when you when you're not real, you're not genuine. You know, they can see through it. That was that's great advice, man. Definitely. You a Steelers fan? Yes, big time Steelers fan. Big, big time. Are you still a fan too? No, no, no. I don't really watch NFL as much, but I used to be Colts. Um, okay. okay. Yeah, I was. I grew up in the Peyton Manning era. You know when he did great in the regular season and started choking in the postseason. <laughs> I know, man. I was just talking to a friend about I, that. I remember in 06, 06 I remember mm-hmm. 06, January 06, I think, or February. They lost to the Steelers like twenty-one to eighteen. I remember that game. They were supposed to win that game, but Steelers had like the best defense in the league that year. Yeah, that was that was the year we actually went to the Super Bowl and won too. Yeah, yeah, we had to go against you guys in the AFC Championship game. Yeah. It was it was second round. Oh, second, yeah, that's right. Yep, that's right. You're right. Because we yeah. had, I remember that season because we were 14 to two. We had the first week off and we were ready to. Uh. <laughs> I could talk football all day because that's that's one of my favorite sports. I actually, truthfully, really grew up a wrestling fan and. Like I was uh, die era. Yeah, man. I grew up off that, loved it. Even a little bit the ruthless aggression era, but attitude era, man. There's not a wrestler I can't even like not name and storylines I remember. And you know, people they laugh at me for that. I don't care. What year know. was it when um when The Rock threw Stone Cold off the bridge? Uh that was 90, ooh, 97. It ended 97, beginning 98. Okay. So around there. You sure not 2000? I remember 2000, Austin left because um, he had that neck problem. They did that storyline with uh, Rikishi running him over. Okay. You remember that? Because he, he got dropped on his neck from Owen Hart. Um, from I, admit, I, I don't remember that one, but okay. Okay. Yeah, he, he had some bone spurs, so they ended up um, just caught up with him where he lost, like, feeling in his left, um, his left side. Mm-hmm. So they had to write him off his um, – like TV and stuff. 
But I remember that. But yeah, that The Rock, man. I, I still love The Rock, man, because just the stuff he does in the gym, the motivation. Yeah, I'm trying to get big like him, but the thing with me, I need to like eat some more. Sometimes I don't feel like eating. I just gotta force myself. <laughs> but <laughs> the protein, man. <laughs> I'm 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 over 200. I'm like five nine, but I'm more like muscular though. I'm like two probably oh nine right now, two ten or two oh eight. Oh, we the same. We the same height, five nine. A lot, yeah. a lot bigger, but <laughs> like as far as weight, but five nine. But um, it's funny we mentioned wrestling and stuff because actually, uh, I'm about to do a review not too long, like. In the near future, so all my peeps, yeah, another review is coming, but it's gonna be with Kurt Angle's uh, chicken snacks. It's a protein based chicken snack, and um, he has all different types of flavors. I have to um, send you it once we finish this up, but there's some good stuff, and a lot of people talk about it like, like really good. It's got 70 grams of protein per pack, mm-hmm. uh, it's a good little source, and all the flavors. But anyway, sorry, I'm rambling. <laughs> no, you're good, you're good, you're good. My bad, man, <laughs> you're good. All right, so, um for your podcast, um, mm-hmm. what not what I'm sorry, uh, for guests, who would you love to have on your podcast? Like, if it could be anybody in the world, and why? I would love to have more authors because I know authors have fan bases and that would mm-hmm. be good for like the CPMs and everything. But I want to pick the mind of an author because I know an author is if you're an author, you have to be super nerdy, you have to be creative, you have to be creative. If you wrote those Harry Potter books, you, there's something special about you. Was that J.K. Rowling or I for, I, I forget. I, I forget. I, yeah, yeah, I forgot. But um, you know, if you're creating, if you're writing series, you have to be. There's something about you. You have a story to tell. You don't really like abide by society's norms in True. a way. So I, I definitely would like some more authors on the show. Um, I'm I'm cool. I had a, a basketball player on from Australia not too long ago. I'm cool with like the athletes because I know. It's agenda time. I'm someone's probably gonna have to review the questions. Now with the basketball player, I sent him the question. He said everything was fine because I didn't really press him about anything like super serious or anything. But mm-hmm. you know, when you get to like more notable people, they, you got to deal with PR and what questions can fly, which can't. Like I'm cool. That's mm-hmm. not what my show was built about. We're literally just vibing to success. You know, like just tell me about your business or your um, craft or what you do. I feel I feel you on that. I actually um, was emailing back and forth Dan the B Seven, uh, former uh, UFC world champion back in, in like the early early days UFC, and um, been trying to get him on the show. And we've been going literally back and forth. We're talking with his PR people and you know talking with him and sending all these questions. So I know how that could be. It's it depends on the person because and I get it because they they have their brand they gotta protect themselves. They want to make sure it's worth their while. You know. Yeah. Um, that you have a good following, you know, money, you know, to pay them for their, you know, time. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it can get crazy. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, so with you being so creative and I know from you doing, you know, dabbling into poetry and podcasting. So you're always a busy man and then probably, you know, with your outside life, but like, what do you do on your downtime? I like re- I've gotten into reading a lot more. I made it a habit to read at least 10 pages a day because that's essential. That's what gets me going. That's what gets everything going. Reading is kind of like water is multiple benefits. Um, I don't think there's a thing as too much reading. Well, I guess you can get analytical about everything, I guess, if you read too much. But I don't think there's like too much reading. I like doing that. I like lifting weights because, you know, you got to stay strong at all times possible you never know what's going to attack you especially as black men such as ourselves you know 
We got to learn how to like defend ourselves and be ready for any possible attack. Um, that I, I like. I'm an introvert. I like. I get my energy from being an introvert because I charge when I'm alone. I, I have a lot of alone time just to recharge and refocus and recalibrate and everything. So you're not going to see me outside as much or at all. Now there's like a friend's birthday party on a Saturday. I'm going to attend and we're going to have a great time, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm, I'm introverted that likes to lift weights and read and, you know, this podcast. Yeah, that is just, it's just crazy because we are very similar, man. Like I'm the same way and, you know, I have, and like, that's okay too. And we don't need it's to true. be outside because you're not supposed to waste your twenties, you know, like a hundred percent. And I've had friends though, like they're like, you're doing a podcast. You, you talking to people like that? Like what, you know, you most quiet person I ever, you know? So it's funny that you say that though, cause, um, I'm literally like the same way. Do you ever get that question too from like some of your friends or family? Like, I can't believe you're doing a podcast or you you're out here thing. You're you know an introvert. Um, nah, uh, uh-uh. because it's not it's not like out of the norm because this is 2021. Maybe like five years ago, I probably would have got up. Oh, you're doing a podcast? Like people know by now that I'm doing a podcast. My biggest support comes from like strangers and friend like not really family as much not like close family because you know everybody has a perception of how you how they want you to live your life definitely man and you know it's crazy because i was um i I have conversation with my family a lot but uh they always ask like who's you know some of your biggest supporters like my sister should ask me and my brother and I tell them, like, I got a lot of love from people that's in different countries, more than people I ever, like, went to school with or ever worked with or anything like that. I got people yeah. from Australia and Italy and all over that's just sharing my stuff that's constantly, like, putting good vibes out there. And it, it's crazy the love that you get from just others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got um, two questions I always try to ask, like, every guest because I just always love the answers that I get. So, like, one of them is – what is a hidden talent of yours that maybe your friends, family, or even your podcast fans don't know about you? Hmm. I think it's talent. It takes talent to wake up really early. I'm a 4 a.m. guy. I think that's a hidden talent that not too many people have. I don't have an attitude waking up early. I don't think any guy or grown person should have an attitude waking up. Like, I'm a 4 a.m. That's a talent. That's a hidden talent. So that's actually the first time I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, like that it's line. really a that's... talent that not too many people can acquire. Like, mm-hmm. that's so true. And I just think about uh, uh, Lola Bay. She's pro, uh, pro wrestler. I, I uh, interviewed, but I've known her before. She became a pro wrestler, and I remember working with her even back to when we was working fast food. And she used to hate working in the mornings, like coming up. And I'm always just the ready, mornings happy, are beautiful. Lucky. Yeah, like I, it's I love so them peaceful. Mornings. Not too many people like, but I noticed West Coast people like love mornings more than East Coast people. East Coast people mm-hmm. are just hate the mornings. <laughs> yeah, that, that was her. She would come in just. Uh, West Coast people would take me. their dogs out. I was hiking one morning at five a.m. The dude, it was dark still. He had his like rock wallet out on the hiking trail. Like, okay, that's that's what's up. And I feel yeah, like you're going to walk in front of me because I'm not going to walk in front of you because and it looks like I'm being hunted down. <laughs> <laughs> True that. And my next question I like to ask people, um, uh, my guess is what's your favorite quote or even saying that 
that you lean on during the good times or the bad times? Um, I don't have one per se because I'm fascinated by all quote. I don't I don't live by a certain sentence or a certain mantra. I just it's a call. I just feel it. I'm ready. I there's no words to describe it. So I I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't have a favorite quote or a mantra to say anything. But what what was yours? Oh man, I got so many to be honest. Um, one that always come to mind, and I don't know why it's always come to mind, but it's just I just really like it. I heard it one time from Jake Roberts when he was like, "I was taught long ago that." You could speak softly. No, if a man has enough power, he could speak softly and everyone will still listen. Because, And I think that generates well, I guess, maybe with the podcast world, because sometimes you see some of these podcasters over the top screaming, you know, cursing things out, just trying to really get the attention. But then you see some people that's like pretty chill and mellow. And there's some people that's really, you know, I think, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I think this, I think 2021 will go down as the most craziest year in podcast history. If you think about everything that's happened in podcasting this shit, this is the craziest. Who never fan? <laughs> but it's like what? That's that's so true. That's true. And you know, speaking of twenty twenty one, you know, I think this is a good time to actually ask you how has your year been? You know, I know we're still in this pandemic and stuff. How's things over there in Washington? In Washington, um, you know, we've been on. We're back open now, but we have to wear face masks. We were on lockdown during the pandemic. Um, the essential businesses were open, you know, for people to shop and you know just get the essential services. I didn't lose my job or anything, you know, because insurance is an essential business. So thankfully, I still was able to keep my job. And you know, we we played it safe. We listened to our governor, Governor uh, Jay Inslee. You know, a lot of people like him, a lot of people dislike him, but you know, he's still our governor. We still have to like obey the laws in the state of Washington. So. We listened to them. You know, there was a, there were some surges, there were some declines, but um, eventually, slowly but surely, we opened back up. I forgot the name of the plan that he presented, but we were able to open back up slowly, like to phase three, and then like make I think like phase two. But if COVID gets out of hand again, he's going to like say, "All right, we're back on lockdown." Mm -hmm. That's what's up. That's kind of like our um, government over here in North Carolina, and a lot of people don't like them a lot of people do like it's i feel like when you're in the, like that politic world like you you gotta have thick skin because you're gonna have a lot of people just, just for the silliest like reasons yeah mm -hmm. you're, you're a lot of people that hate you want to try to kill you then you're gonna have people that really love you and ride hard for you mm -hmm. so uh where do you see yourself i would say in the future let's say five ten years from now because i feel you got so much potential and you know, i'm not even talking to you for what like 30 <laughs> eight, 38 minutes <laughs> so where do you see yourself appreciate that appreciate that um i'm going to still be doing the pod i'm not giving this up like i would have to die for me to give this up i still will be doing the podcast i probably will have better equipment better lighting better uh microphone everything i'll be interviewing probably more notable people my numbers will be up you know i'll probably have more sponsorships no it will just be an advanced version of tyson's vibe you know, like I like where I'm at now, but there's always room for improvement, always, because there's always something we don't know. Because you want to be studious at all, like there's always something we just don't know. You always want to open your mind to new possibilities. That's one hundred percent true. And where can all of my uh, peeps and new listeners or watchers, depending on how they watch this, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, can find you on social media? Uh, okay, so I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Tyson's Vibe. That's T Y S O N S V. -I 
I-B-E. Uh, you can listen to the podcast on YouTube and just type in the search bar Tyson's Vibe Podcast. Um, I'm at like 102 subscribers right now. And then just search it on Apple or Spotify or Google Play or Radio Mac. I forgot the name of that one, but um, just type in Tyson's Vibe all together. T-Y-S-O-N-S-V-I-B-E Podcast. And then you should be able to find it. It's What's a up? black and it's a black and green theme. Oh yeah, you can't you can't miss it. <laughs> you really can't. And I like that. It stands out. And I'll definitely put the link in the description for all my peeps and stuff. People can click right onto you, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me on today. Oh, no problem. It. I mean, the, the pleasure's all mine. You've been a great guest. Is there anyone that you want to shout out and give thanks before we uh, wrap up here? Yes, they're probably I'm I'm a forward them this episode, but shout out to the Thompsons and the Sanders, you know, for looking after me and giving me a lot of, you know, wisdom, courage, love, and opportunities. And, and Tyson, I just want to say uh, thank you again for being a part of the show. I wish you much success. I can't wait to be on your show. You know, definitely. We, we need to definitely. get together after this recording. Oh, yeah, definitely. So any last words you want to give to uh, any peeps or listeners or any um, advice? <laughs> please be yourself. Do not fall into fads. Continue to be yourself. Be who you were meant to be. Don't force anything. Let life just happen. That's what's up. I think that's a great spot to end it. Hey, Tyson Robinson. Hey, <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it. And we are out, my peeps. <laughs>